Hey y'all, okay, I'm back. I am back, I am back. Welcome to Seal of Love Empowerment Podcast, where today we are bringing you truth, whether you want to hear it or not. So we're just going to go ahead and jump straight into it. Um, As always, giving honor and thanks to my Father in Heaven. Um, I thank God for allowing me to even, you know, be able to know what I know because I am not worthy <laughs> at all of um, what, you know, he has allowed me to know. And so for that, I'm forever grateful. Um, today, I want to cover something that um, even I was blind to for so long. I want to talk about um, the two bodies that we consist of, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, you consist of two bodies. <laughs> you consist of two bodies, okay? Um, and those two bodies are considered as celestial and terrestrial bodies. Now, you find in 1 Corinthians... Let's see, 1 Corinthians 15, 40 through 41. It says, there are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial body is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars. For one star different from another star in glory. So what I just read to y'all was uh, 1 Corinthians chapter um, 15, I'm sorry, chapter 15, um, verses 40 through 41. Now, in, in verse 40, y'all, what they did was they, they told y'all that, you know, we, are made, we, we made up of two bodies, okay? And then what they turned around and did in verse 51, I mean, verse 41 is basically told you that hey the spiritual body just like the sun the glory of the sun and the glory of the moon is one when it comes to those bodies the, the these two components that we are made up of um celestial means your spiritual body invisible okay and we'll talk more about that in a second and then bodies terrestrial once again that's that's the earthly physical form aka or bka flesh that's what that means okay so, let me tell y'all the biggest deception of all time before I really get into this. Um, the way everything looks, ah, ooh. Deception, deception. Anything that's of division is of the devil, okay? Read me when I say anything that's of division is of the devil. So, in saying this, let's talk about how we have been separated by our skin color. And let me remind you, before we get into this, there is no race more superior than another. And there has not been a race more superior than another. So, in saying this, y'all, we have spent so long um worried about stuff we ain't got no business worried about and that's the way i that's the best way i can put it and walk with me when i say this um we have been so focused on things that has never been relevant color is the number 
one thing. Color is the biggest deception all time. As a matter of fact, it causes chaos. The separation of color causes chaos. Well, what about slavery? Okay, we can talk about it. But then let's also talk about the trauma that comes with it. Let's talk about the trauma that comes with constantly repeating, 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 repeating hurt from a, from a, from a, um, from a, I'm better than this race standpoint. You're not talking about hurt in hopes of helping the next. You're not trying to help with the constant trauma that's being repeated uh, when it comes to this whole ordeal. So, you might not like the fact that I said that, but the reality of it is, y'all, God created man. And guess who created chaos and all this type stuff? The devil has a feed in it. And yes, of course, God is over him, but that's another lesson for another day. You got to understand this word to understand um, why things are like they are. You got to understand who's in control of what to understand why things are going like they're going first off before i finish i forgot i knew it was one verse that i forgot spiritual warfare the one that speaks on spiritual warfare y'all we don't wrestle with um flesh i'm gonna repeat that again we do not wrestle with flesh we wrestle with principalities and different other beings that are in other places that we have the slightest 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 idea about when we first come into this world um going to let's go to ephesians i love ephesians 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 6 chapter 6 I'm going to start with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor. So, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of our wills of the devil. For we wrestle not. So, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But we wrestle against principalities and against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. So, let me read that one more time. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places so God instructs you in verse 13 wherefore take unto the whole armor of God that she may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having your loins your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all 
the fiery darts of the wicked. So, what this verse just told y'all to do, when you hear put on the whole armor, armor, let's be clear on what the word means when it says put on the armor. When you are studying the word, you are instructed to study in spirit and in truth. And when studying in spirit and truth, you literally have to... Um, so for me, before I get ready to read the word, I always um, ask guys to help me um, understand whatever it is that my eyes may come across that I don't fully catch. Um, but when you're studying this word, you're supposed to study this word in spirit and in truth. You're supposed to study it in spirit and in truth. God instructs us to study in spirit and truth. So, if you turn to John, um, John 4, of course, I am in the King James Version. And I will also do a podcast on why I choose to study from that version, okay? But, um, John chapter 4, verses, let's start with 22. No, let's start with 21. It says, Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirits and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Again, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Now, going back to... What we talking about? Spirit versus flesh. Going to Genesis. So we can get a clear understanding on that God really meant what he said when he said that we are spiritual beings. Going to Genesis. I'm going to go to Genesis 127. It says, so God created man in his own image. And the image of God created he him. Male and free, male and female created in them. Genesis one twenty seven. Genesis one twenty seven states. So God created man in His own, in His own. Like I could say that a million times, only because you know how many times I've read that verse, even going to church, and I never stopped to think even about the word image. Because I, I did not understand that my perspective on an image and God's perspective on an image is totally different from mine, which is why we're supposed to study in spirit and truth. And also, he, you, he, even when he says in the image of God created he, him, male and f- female created he, them. He's basically, he, he's telling y'all the spiritual form. And then he's also telling you the physical form. So the spirit. Basically, talking about the spirit that goes within the body. I created the spirit and I created the physical body. And, and that's what it is. 
But I find it funny that, you know, it's a whole verse that also says that um, that we, we are made in his image. And, and many still are not understanding what his image is, not our image, not our image. Going to First Timothy 1.17, First Timothy 1.17. And y'all, I got these out of whack. I'm, I'm in my Bible app with my notes because I, I was going crazy taking notes earlier. Um, but follow me. First Timothy says, Now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Again, now unto the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Hmm, Jessica, why are you putting emphasis on it? Invisible. If we were made in his image, <laughs> and his image is the Holy Spirit, and his image that is a Holy Spirit, or that is a spirit, is invisible, Right? If we come from him, the Holy Spirit and his spirit is invisible. What does that say about us? Hmm. That says plain as day. Spirits. We are spiritual beings. There are people walking around and their spirit is operating behind them and they don't know because they don't know who they are. And if you don't know who you are in spirit, you don't know that you belong to God, regardless if you like it or not. All of you belong to God regardless if you want to or not. Now, the choices you make when you leave here is a whole different story. The choices you make before you leave here is a different story. But off the rip, we are in, we are inhabitants of the heavenly realm. So, meaning God, we belong to God. So, uh, and moving forward, I just want, I want people to fully understand what it means to... When I make the statement color is not important, I'm not saying that um, society has has not made it a, a factor or people have not made it a factor. I'm telling you that God didn't make it a fact. So why are we constantly making it a fact? Why are we constantly causing chaos and confusion? If that makes sense. Why are we constantly, if the goal is to teach people um, to be a better person, the bigger person, why is it that we... And when I say me, I say everybody as a whole. Why is it that we seem to kind of do the same things, but the only difference is we are of a different race or a different color? I said what I said, and I mean what I said. Because if you, if you want to be a realist, if you want to be realistic about all this, we want to say, we always want to say somebody oppressed us. And I'm talking about black, yellow, white, purple, red, orange. I don't care who it is. We love to say, oh, the oppressors. Hmm. So you mean to tell me that ultimately we've really chosen to give somebody else control over who we are and over our lives? So you mean to tell me you leave that responsibility to all the other leaders that's, that's running this world? You leave it to them to be responsible for you because that's how you sound when you say that the oppressor or they oppress me. No, no. God is a very a very understanding God. He is a very merciful God. And in saying that, 
He is very clear and direct and straight to the point when it comes to this word. I have not read a lie since I've been reading this word. I have not came across one lie since I've been reading this word. And a lot of people really think that because you hear, even when you go to Isaiah 59.1, you go to Isaiah 59.1, and we're going to go to more than Isaiah 59.1. We're probably going to read Isaiah 59.1 and, uh, hmm, one through two, we're going to read one through two. Behold, the Lord, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot here but your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you <laughs> that he will not hear so when he says behold the Lord's hand is not shortened we we can all agree that in studying this word and spirit and truth that he is not talking about a physical hand but due to due to this time and due to the time that the Lord was well aware that was coming, this is the way God talked to help to help help us understand him emotionally. He talked through people when he talked through these people, when it came to jotting down this word so it can be passed down from generations to generation because of the time that we currently live in. He, he knew how humans would operate. I mean, come on. He is the creator. Just like Apple has knowledge of Apple products, you got to go to an Apple manual and you can you wouldn't go to an Android manual for an Apple. The same thing applies when it when it comes to this word. This word is a instruction book. It is a it's instructions for the spiritual. And who is the, the those that are spiritual? Me, you, you, grandma, auntie. T.T., great-granddaddy, all them. Even your ancestors that you pray to that's resting in peace, they, they have no remembrance of you, and that's in the Word, too. But we'll get to that one another time. <laughs> Whew, we'll get to that one another time. But I need y'all to understand that um, what, what I'm sharing with you guys is what I've realized, like, in you have to understand who you are in spirit, even to know why you end up dealing with certain things, um, going through certain things. You are not fighting a physical battle. You are not fighting a physical battle. You are fighting. First off, it ain't even your battle if you want to be real. Realistically speaking, again, we belong to God. So any battle that we have does not belong to us, which explains why we're not supposed to lean to our own, own understanding. But... In order for you to truly identify what's going on around you and even in this world today that we live in, you have to know whose playground is who, if that makes sense. You have to know whose playground is who. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Right now, if you have a mind that's everywhere, it's some stuff going on around you that's not right. It's some people around you that you got in your space that you need to separate from and not saying you're better than them and not saying that they're bad people but understand that if you are dealing with people and all these different thoughts come about um that's a sign you you got to make space you got to make room 
when it comes to learning about this word, God always instructs you to question everything around you. So 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, prove all things, <laughs> hold fast, that which is good. Hold fast, that's which is good. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. This is why, once again, spirit versus the flesh. Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts than your thoughts. God is a very clever God. He is a very intelligent God, which explains why even I have the ability to know what I know. Right? Because if if I come from the Holy Spirit, then boom, makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> but um, nine times out of ten, I can remember, um, i never forget when my, my biological uh, father passed. There were so many thoughts that was going through my head. Um, before I dealt with that death, that death actually opened up a new season. As a matter of fact, that death opened up this season of me getting to know God and becoming closer to the Holy Spirit. I had no choice but to. But um, I said this to say, an example of this in Isaiah um, chapter uh, 55 verses 8 through 9. i never forget I got a phone call. No, let me rewind. I remember that December. I was making plans to um, finally go reach out to my biological father. I was making plans to sit down with him at the table uh, to finally hear his side of the story. Because God is like God started taking a... A mask off of my face slowly. I had even started having dreams about my mom. And keep in mind, before that time period, I hadn't seen my mother in 17 years, 16 years. Uh, I hadn't seen him since I was probably um, a three-year-old, a four-year-old. Um, but I got a phone call. And that phone call, it was telling me, um, you know, I'll never forget my aunt told me, hey, we need you to come up here. Your dad's in the hospital, and I never thought for one second that even I felt something then. I started feeling things then. I did. I felt something then, but I couldn't figure out what was going on. But when I got the phone call, something was just like, go. You need to go. And I kept saying to myself, like, okay, in my head, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, okay, this man ain't really never done nothing for you. Like, you you done been through a lot. And when you want to show daddy, what was he? But then another side of me was just like, you need to go. Don't ask no questions. I kid y'all not. <laughs> Listen to me. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. I'm telling y'all right now, I did not want to go. Y'all, I ended up going. I get up there. And at this time, I'm just now starting to have a relationship with God. I start my relationship, you know, in my dating phase. You know, trying to learn about God. I was in a dating phase. So um, I, I went up here, and long story short, um, I got up there, and, and God showed me um, the verse, honor your mother and your father. That's That's been with me since I was a, a little girl, um, which is why even a lot of times with my bio mom, it took so long for me to 
open my mouth and just speak up for myself when it came to talking to her because I had that much respect for uh, my mother. But they kept they kept playing in my head when when it, it was just saying honor your mother and your father regardless. So in me, I'm like, okay, well now they didn't take care of me, but uh, I gotta go. Something told me to go and I went. And keep in mind, y'all, this is me getting on a bus to go meet a whole bunch of family members that I've never met. I only met one. I was going to my dad's side, going to a whole bunch of people that look like me that I didn't really just know. You know what I'm saying? But in doing so, my 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 spiritual awakening was started to take place even then because um, I had no idea that even with coming there and my father was unconscious, his spirit was still there within the body. And that spirit was waiting on me to get there. And I said that because do do y'all not know a couple weeks before he passed, he kept saying, I want to see my daughter. I want to see my baby girl. You know, he even asked my my cousins to take him to the state line. Like, just drop me off. I want to see my daughter. And then that's what he really wanted. It was finally, that's what he wanted. Because at first, my daddy didn't want me to come up there and see him in the condition that he's in. And, And when I say that, I'm speaking on my bio dad not Nathan. I love my dad I ain't talking about Mr. Nate I, I love him and he's still alive and well <laughs> but I'm speaking on my bio um my bio father but I said that to say you know that was just an example of me not uh I didn't want to go up there y'all um I, I always wanted to go to Chicago I seen myself in Chicago before which is which is why I'm like okay I seen this but um, even down to my mother, you know, and coming up there, I realized she was so close. But I said all that to say this. Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. And this is why it's important to study this word. You're not going to get it all at, at once. You know what I'm saying? But everything around you that you see that's going on. I need you to change your whole perspective and your whole outlook today. As a matter of fact, if you believe in this word and the Holy Spirit like you say you do, I need you to hit your knees right now. And I need you to pray for God to untrain, to, to unlearn, help you unlearn everything you have and let him reteach you. What do I mean by that? Your ways of life or the way of life that you know it, even down to dealing with these holidays. What you know. What you think you know, you have absolutely no idea. Just like you see this physical world, just because this is a parallel, this is this world is parallel <laughs> to the spiritual realm. So right now, this conversation, for example, has already taken place. <laughs> this conversation has already taken place in the spiritual realm. It's just now happening over here in the physical realm. This talk had to be had to help somebody understand truth and there's another thing i'm gonna tell y'all this this word is so deep to a point to where just because you don't agree with something does not mean that you know what you're talking about just because you don't agree with the way god chooses to set his morals and his standards when it comes to his children does not mean you automatically know what you're talking about. What makes you a realist is when you can accept truth and facts. Watch this. Sex, for example. Sleeping um, outside, sleeping with people outside of marriage. 
it's wrong. But you know it's wrong. But you do it. What makes you an enemy to God is if you promoting that it's the right thing to do. Watch this. When it comes to sleeping with the same sex, I don't care what the world has tried to forecast and make it seem like. Just because you don't agree with something, you got to be a bad person. No, sleeping with the same sex is wrong regardless of how you may feel about it. It's wrong. But what makes you an enemy of God? You promoting that it's the right thing to do. He know that we slip up and we make mistakes. He's well aware of that. The word says righteous judgment. You are to judge righteously. Proverbs 31 9 says plain as day. No. Proverbs 31 6 through 12 says give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb and the cause of all such as appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and needy and needy. Who can find a virtuous, virtuous woman for her price is far above rupees. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. So I read that just to speak on when it comes to judging righteously, righteous judgment. Also, John 7, 24 instructs you. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. What does that mean? Once again, righteous judgment means, like I told y'all before, if little Timmy go in the store and steal that candy bar, little Timmy wrong for doing it. Now, does that mean little Timmy going to be a thief for the rest of his life? Nah, but guess what? Little Timmy was wrong. That's the point. Little Timmy was just wrong. That's what God means when he say judge righteous judgment. He don't mean just because somebody going to do something, you got to down talk to them and bash them. No, like, y'all can keep saying the word says don't judge, but see the word instructs you in so many words to watch your mouth when it comes to putting your mouth on other people's business. Because the same way you do that, you can turn around and end up in the same situation. But righteous judgment, again, righteous judgment is just being able to differentiate between right and wrong. Right and wrong, okay? Um, so, according to that, yeah, going back to when when dealing with um, spirits, uh, dealing with yourself. Um, in order for you to fully know how to deal with yourself, and if you don't know who you are, you will lose yourself. You will lose yourself in drinking. You will lose yourself in smoking. You will lose yourself in running around, trying to keep your mind going. Sex, whatever you do to try to get yourself away from um, the reality that you actually live in, that you've created yourself. Or, depending on who you are, the delusion that you've created. Um, you have to understand that you are a spiritual being. This is how strong our spirits are. James 1, 13 through 7, I'm sorry, through 16 says, Let no man say when he is tempted, 
I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. What does that say? God don't tempt nobody. He don't tempt anybody. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, when you have made it, you look at it, you see it. It bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished. If you don't come up out of it and you continue to walk that path of sin on purpose, never trying to correct it, it bringeth forth death. Do not ear, my beloved. What does that mean when he says do not ear, 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 ear? That means don't, don't mistake it. Don't incorrect. Don't get it twisted. We create our own temptations. It starts within the mind. We unknowingly feed our spirits. What do you think? I look at it like this. I see my, my spirit self as a little beam floating inside my head because that's the only way my mind can be this powerful. This muscle that's up here in my head. That is the only way it can be as powerful. The spirit that sits up there, that sits with me, that walks behind me. If you feed your spirit things, so watch this. I got a good example for y'all. A lot of y'all watching porn. A lot of y'all watch porn. I have too. Whatever. We all have. Now watch this. It's so powerful. What you see and watch with the naked eye is so powerful. And I'm going to tell you something. The more you watch it, the more you bring about certain things unknowingly. So you could think you walking in a store and you see a bad female. All of a sudden, you see this female that remind you of something that you've seen or you fantasized about. And in your head, you're not even thinking that, okay, I, I thought this up. You know what I'm saying? I, I created this whole thing. But unknowingly, you, go with, you end up getting yourself into something that you don't even really want to get into. But it's because of the fact that the more you feed, the more you feed your spirit certain things, the more you feed yourself that, the more you're gonna want sex, the more you wanna go, you're gonna wanna sleep around or sleep with people, regardless of how you're doing and what you're doing. Rap music, just think about it. I always wonder why my mama wouldn't let me listen to certain music in her car, and why? And it's because even our parents know what they be talking about. They. My mom was a little bit more strong in spirit when it came to the word of God. So, the more you feed yourself, you you feed yourself, for instance, uh, oh, there's so many songs I used to call myself singing. And then I find myself living them. You don't even try to. But if you're not strong in spirit and you don't even know what you're rapping, you don't even know what you're saying, you don't even know that songs are basically spells. Once again, they're spells. You don't even know it. Because you just think because the tune sound good. It's a reason why that tune is, 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 is accommodating you. It's a reason why you with it. Like, that's just what it is. But it's because you're unknowingly feeding your spiritual self. You unknowingly feeding your spiritual self. Um, in order to understand... God, you have to wake up. Um, to be born again does not just mean to live and the spirit goes back to God. To be born again means to become unblind to this delusion that, that has been created um, around us. It's, it's like a stage and we're the actors. 
It's like the stage and we're the actors. Revelations 3 verses 2 through 5 through 5 instructs you. It says, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. Whatever you got a problem with in your within yourself, get it together. Get it together and let the old pass away. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have found, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white remnant. And I will not blot out his name. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. So right now I told y'all the royal court, the royal court, God is the judge. The only, the only real courthouse we got cooking up is in the spiritual realm. That's the real courthouse. The real courthouse is in the spiritual realm and follow me when I say this. That in heaven, God is the judge. Jesus is the attorney, right? Right? He said that he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in right remnant, and I will not blot out his name in the book of life. I will confess his name before my before my father. Y'all, he's the mediator, the attorney. And then you have devil. The devil is. That's that's the accuser. That's the accuser. God, right now, even in um this season, has been dealing with me. I've been hard headed, y'all. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm always hard headed. I'm just gonna keep it 100. And I'm and when I say I'm trying, even with doing this podcast, I, I was supposed to then talk to you guys. As a matter of fact, do you guys know how long this has this have been on my mind for two or three months now? Since the last time I did one. But unfortunately, I allowed myself to become weak for just a short period of time. But when I say your girl is is ready, your girl is on fire. And when I say on fire, I mean on fire for this truth because there is somebody that needs to hear this. They don't even have the slightest idea of, of what I know right now. And because you guys are sitting here listening to this. You know that I know what I'm talking about. You know that I know exactly what I'm talking about. And I can only speak those words because the subject that I'm speaking on today, oh my God, I've been in it. That's how I was like, this is how I'm able to know what's going on in the world today. Even down to uh, politics and stuff like that. I understand that that's the devil's playground. They will never be for other people. But there's some people that really still think that they haven't high see y'all having hopes, false hope for the wrong thing. You having false hope for the wrong thing. And when you have false hope for the wrong thing, you end up missing what you need to be looking at. Ephesians 5:14 says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou 
that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. Again, wherefore he saith, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. The word dead, the word death means to sleep, to sleep. You have the walking dead that's around here. You have a lot of people that's the walking dead. And because they refuse to try to walk in their purpose, they continue to want to reject God. They not trying at all. You are classified as the walking dead. So right now, if you don't know why you're here, meaning you don't know your, your purpose, you think that just because the career that you have is the career that you're supposed to be in. I'm going to tell you right now. If you're not happy and if it's not of being, if it's not you being of service and serving the next, I need you to rethink. I need you to rethink. I need you to rethink. Understand that God is a merciful God. God is a merciful God. I'm going to say that again. God is a merciful God. Y'all, he give us, he, he don't really gave us the option. So he giving us the option. You got an option. He ain't making you do it. Luke 9, 23 through 24 says, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. What does that mean? Get rid of your old self. Everything you think you know, you thought. You thought you knew. You need to get rid of it. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Mm, pause. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, for my sake the same shall save it. So it's a lot of y'all that's willing to die <laughs> behind anything. And it's a lot of y'all because you're willing to die behind anything. When you leave here, you won't go to anything. What what better way? Or why not die, die behind something that's worth dying behind? And you have a reward that's already been given to you. You just got to grab it. It says, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Get rid of your old self. We're supposed to be following Christ. And it's not hard. Please understand this. It's, I mean, it's not easy. I'm sorry. It's not easy. It is a daily walk. But... And you taking that daily walk, you always include God in every day that you wake up. Rather, it's saying, thank you, God, or whatever the case may be. But if you sacrifice your life for the Lord, getting rid of your old self, he will save you. He will save you. That's what that means. 1 Peter 24 through 25. For all flesh is as grass. Please understand this. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as flower of the grass. So think of the grass and think of how the flowers grow. Alright? The grass, where 
where with I'm sorry, rather withereth, I'm sorry. <laughs> and the flower thereof falleth away. But the Lord, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. The reward for for the spirit is greater than the reward that comes with operating out of the flesh. And and just to go in a little further, all this um, you know what? That's that's another conversation for another day. We ain't gonna get into that yet. I'm gonna slow down. But um, I, I really want people to understand. You you need to look at who you really are. It's not until you realize who you are that you will understand why you're dealing with what you're dealing with. Please understand that there's a difference between the word tempt and test. Those are two different words. When you are in the middle of a, of a test, when it comes to dealing with the Lord, he steps out the way. Just like the story of Job. Y'all sing Job is my favorite story in the Bible. That's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Because it helped me understand my life. I came here feeling like I didn't have a fighting chance. And I didn't do anything to anybody. But you want to know why? I went through what I went through. Sin. We came and you, nobody. You can be a newborn baby just coming into this world. You, you are not excluded from sin. You are not excluded from sin whatsoever. Um, but I said that to say this. This word, once you realize who you are, you then realize why you're here. And the funny thing about it is, you won't have to. Once you get into trying to figure out who is God, well, what does God even represent? Is this invisible being really real? Why, yes, I can attest to it. It's very (laughs) real. It's all about if you really want to know. If you really want to know if he's real. You get to asking some questions when you get done listening to this podcast. As a matter of fact, hit your knees. Drop to your knees. And whatever questions you got, it may not come today. It may not come tomorrow. But depending on how bad you want to know it, depends on how quick it's going to come to you. And you must be patient. You must be patient. But... No race is more superior than the the other. We all come here born and we all die and we all bleed red. So what makes the next better than the other one? Please don't let these different um, history stories. So first of all, how how they pulled bits and pieces. Please don't let these different stories about um, separation and division continue to lead you away from the truth if i am lying i am dying and i am still breathing and talking to y'all right now again when it comes to this word i am die hard behind this word y'all can't seem to y'all you once you get into this word and you realize who is responsible for you and who is who, who you really need to pay your respects to i'm gonna tell y'all you <laughs> Anything, even your parents, if your parents say something or do something, 
that's not of the Lord and, and you know it and you ain't going to agree with it. You you just refuse to deal with it because you realize that uh, technically he, your father is the invisible God. The mighty invisible God that's visible. Plain as day. Even, even with me in this room right now as I talk to you all. Even right now as I talk to you all. This is why God even tells you to fear. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be fearing nobody that's walking around here bleeding red like you. Right? Jessica, what you mean by it? You ain't supposed to be running around here walking around with no guns. For what? Matthew says plain as day. Plain as day. Fear them not. Matthew chapter 10, verses 26 through 30. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light, and what ye hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a, far, a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered for ye not. Therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. <laughs> we are more valuable <laughs> than the sparrows. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's what these words say. Right? And if I don't believe nothing else, oh, I definitely believe that. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. Which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my father, which is in heaven. Which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace upon earth when he come back remember when he when he returned when this mighty fellow returned please know that he he done gave you enough time to have peace he done gave you he done told you how to rest in peace and how to and when i say rest in peace i mean literally over here in this world in, in this earthly realm he's shown you how to have peace he ain't coming to send peace this mighty fellow is coming with the sword. He coming with the sword. And I ain't talking about the metal sword made by human. For I am come to set a man at various against his father. And the daughter against his mother. And the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. What he saying? Oh, we come. We going to come into a time where some people going to start turning against each other. You want to know why? Because there are beliefs that have been forced on people. And when I say beliefs, I mean... Things that have, have nothing to do with the true living God. Well, how do we know it's only one true living God? Listen, 
if you ain't read this word, I, I'm not. I can't answer that too much for you. If you ain't read it, and, and you don't. Be, and first off, if you don't believe, if you gonna believe the word, period. If you don't believe that truth can be in that Bible, basic instructions before leaving Earth. Like, let me tell y'all. I don't know what to tell you. That it's not too much I can tell you. Like, the only way you are gonna believe this truth is if you believe it. <laughs> the only way you're gonna believe what I'm saying is if you go read it for yourself. Read it for yourself. So, in doing so, um, my next podcast, my next podcast, I can't even say at this second what we will be talking about, but. I definitely appreciate you guys for listening to me today. Um, and I pray that whatever it is that um, you guys speak on um, or I have questions about, um, I'm pretty sure that there wouldn't be a question asked to me that I, I don't really know the answer to at this point. I'm learning and even dealing with this word like God has a way of putting me in the path of certain people that need to know certain things or he has a way of putting me in the path of people um, when I want to learn something because once again like I don't know everything. Please understand I don't know everything and I always instruct people even in listening to me talk I always in- instruct people to not only listen to what I say please go to this word um, I will post my link, my, my Bible notes that I've taken, even dealing with this. Um, I'll post my link on my Instagram page and I will also post the link on my Twitter page, um, which is still of love empowerment. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come to you today, um, asking you and thanking you for allowing me to talk to who's ever, um, listening to this podcast, even at this moment. Father God, I speak, awakening. I speak peace, true peace. I speak that whoever it is listening to this right now, the peace that they want and the peace that they've been looking for, they find it within you, Father God. I ask that in doing so, um, truth, whoever it is that, that that's listening and they want to know your truth and they even got a slight thought, please keep my voice egging in their head. Keep it egging in their head for you know that I operate in you. In the mighty name of Jesus. What flows through me flows from you. That is good. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. And I ask that you continue to keep your hands on those. And remind those that feel like you are distant, Father God. There's somebody that feels like you have left them due to the the things that they've done and, and they continue to do, Father God. But um, I want them to know that. You are always, as long as we have breath in our body, you are always with us. Also, if you are condemning yourself because you you keep doing something or you've done something and um, you can't let it go. You know, I, I ask that God opens your mind and helps you understand that once again, you are imperfect. You are imperfect. You are imperfect. Um, so I, I ask that God strengthens you where you are weakened. Strengthens you where you are weakened and make you strong. I ask that God instills love within you. I ask that God just open y'all up. Open up your minds and your hearts to who he is. Not who everybody else want him to be. Not who the Pope represents, right? In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask that you continue 
to lift and show these people who really run this bad boy. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.